Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast. Today, we are continuing on from last week's episode where we were looking at how to set yourself up for an amazing day by establishing a morning routine that really works for you. Whatever your circumstances are, whether you work from home, whether you work in an office, whether you are a parent of children or not, really starting to establish that morning routine that is going to be motivating, inspiring, grounding, and really set you up for a day that you know is just going to be exactly as you desire it to be. So last week, I asked you and invited you to really start to take a note of how you actually go about starting your day. Do you hit the snooze button? What time do you get up? How do you get up? And what follows on from there? What actions are you taking from the moment that you wake up until you officially begin your day? Now, the next step, of course, was then to sort of think about, well, is there some consistency? Because sometimes each day is different, right? There'll be different things happening. As I mentioned, I have a slightly different morning on a Monday morning when I'm not running Mindset Coach certification training calls. I run them every other morning uh, of the week, my time here in Australia. Uh, And so that day is slightly different for me and the weekends are different as well. So When you've gone through and you've actually written down those three days worth of noting down how you start your day, what happens, what tasks you do, the order in which you do them, then it's time to really start to analyse what's a typical day look like for you and to write those things down um, and to really understand what is it that you want to do more of or less of each morning, what do you want to be integrating into your morning practice that maybe you haven't got in your morning practice at the moment? And maybe what are some things that you can let go of? In last week's episode, I also shared with you some tips for getting organized, um, for tips for streamlining that morning routine. So if you haven't listened to that already, head back and listen to that one. And we also put together a workbook for you that you can be using to guide you through as you develop this morning routine. And you can head to the website mindsetcoachacademy.com to grab that. If you head to the podcast section, you'll see that there. You'll be able to download it and um, to work through it. In fact, we've created a mini training series for you on this so that it takes you through piece by piece, really identifying each of these elements and putting them together. Now, following on from last week, what you really want to be doing is think about, well, what is my morning timetable? So based on what you're doing at the moment, what are the things that you 
currently do. So you're going to write down a draft timetable. So it might be at six o'clock, you wake up and you drink some lemon water. Then 6.05, you're journaling, you're doing your goals and your intentions and perhaps some gratitude practice. Maybe then you'll exercise for half an hour. Um, It might be that you will then, you know, shower and dress. You might do some emails or social media, then have breakfast with your family. Uh, You might at eight o'clock then make your bed, tidy up, take out the rubbish, then quarter past eight, work on your first priority project, whether that's work or personal, and then you just continue on with your day. And of course, depending on you know, what your lifestyle is like. You may have children to take to school like I do. You might walk the dog like I do in the morning. So, you know, have a think about it. Write down the sort of things that you're typically doing uh, as you go through your morning routine. And again, if you download that workspace, uh, that workbook um, and do the training in the uh, podcast area of the Mindset Coach Academy website, um, you'll be able to fill that in. You'll see we've got some handy worksheets. Now, what we want to start to do is we really want to start to integrate and try on some of these various practices. And so one of the things I'd recommend you do, and and if you're anything like me, you've got a whole heap of these anyway. I'm a bit of a stationary addict and I love buying journals. But if you haven't got a journal already, I really recommend that you go and get one. And you can use this for gratitude, affirmations, intentions, writing some life and work plans. And what I want you to do is I want you to go and get one of those or have one to hand because I'm going to be sharing with you some techniques for journaling, for journal prompts, for writing morning pages, for example. And um, that will really help you to kind of try on these things. Like think about the order in which you're going to be doing things each morning. Now, I just wanted to frame this as well by saying that I appreciate that for some people, morning doesn't start particularly early. So when I take a talk about your morning, I'm not necessarily talking about a 4 a.m. or a 5 a.m. start. I'm talking about whenever it is that you get up and start your day. And so everything that we're talking about is really about you integrating it in and making it fit for you, making it bespoke to you so that it really works with what it is that you want to do and achieve and be every day. So there's a great quote that I absolutely love, and it is, waking up in the morning I smile, 24 brand new hours before me, I vow to live fully in each moment. And this just brings in all that possibility and opportunity and being in the now, moving gracefully from one activity to another, rather than you know, frantically going hurtling headlong into the day as you are hitting the snooze button for the sixth time. And this is an affirmation that is very, very powerful. And, and I actually like to say or write each day. So I'll say it again for you. And again, it's in that workbook. Waking up in the morning, I smile. 24 hour, 24 brand new hours are before me. I vow to live fully in each moment. So one of the things that I do each morning is I actually write down that affirmation or a similar affirmation for me. And I do that in my journal. And some mornings I have less time to write than others. Sometimes I only have maybe three or five minutes, depending on what's going on. As you know, I've got two young daughters who are eight and nine. So it depends on what they're doing as well. Um, But every new day is really a great opportunity for new beginnings. It's an opportunity for us to grow and learn and change. 
And your morning ritual sets you up for the magic to happen. And what it does for me is, and what it will do for you, is it creates that harmony between the morning admin activities that you have to do. So things like showering, dressing, making lunches, all of that kind of thing. And actually the mindset that you need to align yourself into to balance and create flow to the day, right? So it's the it's the balance between those more practical tasks and getting yourself and setting yourself up in the mindset that you know is really going to propel you forwards, ground you, motivate you and inspire you. Now, one of the best activities for awakening this inflow mindset is to journal as part of your morning routine. And there are many forms of journaling, from free-form writing, where you just write whatever comes up for you, like Julia Cameron's morning pages, to using journal prompts. And I'm going to share some of those journal prompts with you shortly. Or you could write a letter in your journal as though they were your friend. Now, the thing is about journaling, it's whatever goes, whatever works for you. It could be writing a series of I am statements. Now, there's lots of different ways to do it. And what I recommend if you're new to this practice is that you just try on different ways of journaling so that you find one that really resonates. And more importantly, that you find one that you can be really consistent with. Now, it doesn't matter whether you're going to write in a physical journal As I mentioned, I'm a stationary addict, so I've got journal upon journal. Um, Or whether you actually, you know, write it into your notes pages on your phone or you um, have your laptop and do it there. So there are some things that I know work really well when you're journaling. And the first one is that you really want to establish a positive writing space. Now, my preferred way to do it is either tend to write in bed before I begin my day. So I have my journal by my bedside with a pen and the minute I wake up, I'm ready to journal. Now, I've also been known to write in a bath full of bubbles, <laughs> requires steady hands or sitting in a coffee shop by the beach. It doesn't really matter where and you can, you know, you can change up your practice. But typically on an ordinary weekday or an extraordinary weekday, I should say, I um, tend to be writing in bed Uh, from the minute I get up. Now, the other thing that you can do is you really want to create a positive physical and mental space. And so sometimes you can enhance that by doing things like putting on your favorite music, playing meditations, or even saying an affirmation to begin, like, I love having this time to express myself and I embrace it now. Now, the first thing I like to do is to write is the date. Now, it may seem really simple, But the reason that I write the date is because I like to track my progress and I like to see how far I've come. You know, sometime towards the middle of the year or when I'm doing my quarterly sort of planning and review, I like to read back through my journal and I like to really notice and pay attention to how far I've come and what I've achieved because often you don't notice those things when you're in them, right? So then I follow the date with the words, I either use something like another amazing day or let the magic begin. And you can use whatever you like. Now, depending on how you feel and how much time you have, you can use journal prompts and I'll come to those later or you can just write free form. Now, when you write free form, you write in the flow without stopping or editing your work. So remember, no one else is going to be reading your thoughts except for you. So just don't worry about editing. Just let them flow onto the page. And as you get into the flow, you'll notice that real desires, thoughts and emotions arise. 
Forget about spelling, forget about punctuation and grammar, unless it'll irritate you later, like when you're reading it back, and just go with the flow. Just really embrace that stream of consciousness. Keep writing, just keep writing until there is a natural pause. And be honest with yourself. Just write about what you want. Write about your truth. Let your writing be a revelation to you. Let that conscious, unconscious mind cooperation happen. Your journal is one of the places where you can truly and freely express the real you, your hurts, your fears, your angers, your angst, as well as your hopes, your dreams, your goals and desires for the future. What I like to end with is I always end with gratitude. And gratitude for me, I end it with saying three words, three sets of words, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I've always had a totem, which is my, which is the butterfly, which lets me know that the universe is communicating with me. It's what I use. It's a symbol I used when I was going through the adoption process with my girls that I knew that they were coming into my life. And for those of you who know my story, um, you'll know that just before my girls arrived, it was my birthday and every card, every gift I got had a butterfly on it. And so I knew uh, that they were coming very, very shortly afterwards. Now, you can choose whatever symbol that you like. And I tend to draw some butterflies or write the word butterflies um, at the end of my journaling. Um, You can choose whatever you like as a symbol for you. Um, People often choose things like feathers. I also draw hearts as well just to bring love in. So you... Also may like to just use journal prompts and I'll come to those. Um, I like to choose one of them each day as a way to create my mindset and a point of attraction where I'll bring joy, positive experiences, abundance and love into my life. Now, the quotes, affirmations or even songs that you use will be personal to you. Uh, If none immediately spring to mind, simply go online and search for inspiration. You'll soon find words that resonate and make you smile. One of the resources that I often use are Louise Hay's I Can Do It cards. They're a personal favourite. For those of you that have been following me for a while, you'll know that I really love Louise Hay's work. And I also love searching for inspirational poems, you know, passages from books. I love Paolo Coelho uh, or books I've read, song lyrics um, I can get inspiration from as well. So whatever method of journaling you choose, the important thing is that you Um, that you start, that you begin, that you do something that's going to work. Now, so for journal prompts, um, you can start with an inspiring quote or an affirmation of the day. So you can start um, by using that. And again, you can find these resources in the podcast, uh, under the podcast tab in the Mindset Coach Academy website. Um, You can also then write, today I am, and then just describe what, follows after I am it may be I am being I'm thinking I am doing and just let that writing flow the next one could be today I will and that's setting your intentions for the day what are you actually going to do uh, for that day then you can write down today I'm grateful that and then just Write down everything that you're grateful for or two or three things that you're grateful for. Remembering the more we pay attention to what we're grateful for in our lives, the more we attract more things to be grateful for. So journaling is one of the practices that I'd really love you to try on. Um, And 
you know, you can start doing it in any way that that you like, in any way that suits you, free flow, journal prompts, etc. Now, the next thing we really want to focus on as well with morning routine is to create that achievement mindset. So we've talked about, you know, being in flow and having that abundance mindset and the gratitude. But an achievement mindset is what is going to set you up for success so that you're actually getting things done throughout the day rather than being caught up in the whirlwind of distractions and competing priorities that are a natural part of your busy life. So to get things done, of course, we need to know what it is that we're going to do. You need to know what outcomes you want to achieve, the results that you desire, and the steps that you're going to take to make them happen. Now, there are two foolproof, guaranteed ways that you can do this. The first one is to write them down. And the second one is to do the most important one or ones first. You've got to take action. So by writing your goals down each day and the action steps you need to take to make them happen or your to-do list, you're bringing them into your conscious awareness and giving them your attention and focus. So as part of your stellar morning routine, write down or review what you want to make happen that day. Identify the most important thing that needs to get done and then do that thing first. Now, I appreciate that you may not be a morning person And the idea of working on your most important goals first may not appeal to you. But research shows that the longer in the day that we put off what we want to do, the less likely it is to get done. Is that true for you? When you do things first, they tend to get done. Do the important things first, they tend to get done. And the likelihood of them getting done decreases as the day goes on. Now, look, we all have ebbs and flows of energy and attention. And some of us are morning people, some are afternoon people, and others are night owls, content to work into the wee small hours of the morning. Now, you know which part of the day tends to be almost productive. And my challenge for you if you don't currently identify yourself as a morning person, is to spend a week doing the most important task on your to-do list first, no matter what time your morning starts. And let me know how it goes. So we really want to be harnessing the power of our natural rhythms. So if you don't already know when you're most productive, I'd like to invite you to write down what time of day you are more productive. What time of day are you getting most done? Do you have a slump at like three o'clock in the afternoon where your energy dips? Because once you know where your peaks and troughs of energy and focus and attention are, then you can actually beautifully structure your day so that it that it matches with that. And For women, we can also match it with our monthly cycle as well and the ebbs and flows that come with that too. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. So one of the things um, that we also want to think about is who gets distracted? (laughs) 
right? Who goes down the rabbit hole of social media or has an idea and you think, oh, I'm going to work on that now? Or the phone rings or the school rings up and says that you've got a sick child you need to come and collect. Look, distractions are a part of life. Now, to create a stellar morning routine that flows fabulously into a productive, inspired day, it's important to become conscious of the ways in which you, yes, I'm talking to you, contribute or allow these distractions to impact your ability to get done. Now, I really want you to think about that and I want you to write down what most frequently distracts you from achieving what you desire. So is it social media? Is it Netflix? Is it not being able to find your keys? Is it negative thoughts about what you can do? Is it lack of confidence? Is it the ironing? What is it that distracts you and takes you away from your intended goals, that takes you away from achieving what it is that you want to achieve? Write those things down. And then I want you to think about once you've got that list, and again, we guide that through you, um, you through that, sorry, uh, in, uh, in the workbook, you can make a note of what you will do to avoid, prevent or address the distractions because focus is key in an amazing day. And whether that's focus on action or on relaxation, entirely up to you. But if you set your intentions and you know that you want to achieve something, then we really need to take action. So then the next step, of course, in your morning routine at some point is to write down what you want to achieve because it's key to getting things done. Write down every day what it is that you want to make happen. Write down your to-do list. Now, this could be your work to-do list. It also includes what you want to do at home, what you want to do for your health, for your relationships, for your environment, for your hobbies, for your leisure time. Write everything down that you want to get done in that day. Make time to do it. It doesn't take very long. You can write it at the end of your journaling section if you so desire. The important thing is that in order to get things done, we need to know what it is that we want to do. So the next part is to explore is visualisations and affirmations. Now, affirmations and visualisations really help us to, again, focus in on what it is that we desire, the outcome that we want. And the unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between something we're imagining and reality. So what we really want to do is set up our mindset each day for success so that you can feel the motivation, the confidence and the drive to get things done. And what we want to do is we want to make our visualizations a full sensory experience because that really enhances your desire. Once you envision what it is that you're wanting to achieve, what it is that you're wanting to do, be or have and bring into your life, when you use visualisation, and again, it doesn't have to take a long time, when you make that a full sensory experience, then it becomes so much more compelling because it is as though it is already happening. It is real. Now, there are some great resources for visualisations. Now, one of the things that I teach in the Mindset Coach Certification Program, one of the many things is, you know, how to really hone in on those visualisations, how to identify how someone represents a goal to themselves in a way that is really compelling and techniques for making it incredibly uh, compelling, you know, for putting that goal into someone's future in a way that just you know, it happening is completely inevitable. Hypnotherapy is another great tool for, you know, visualisation and for 
you know, envisioning what it is that you want to have happen. So there are a number of different um, resources that I recommend, and some of them are videos that you can go and watch on on YouTube. Um, Tapping EFT is also very, very powerful. Uh, Brad, I like to watch Brad, Brad Yates. He has one that's called Tap of the Morning, which is for starting your day. And, of course, Louise Hayes, um, Positive and Powerful Affirmations. Now, using these visualisations, um, and depending on where you go, you can, you can type in morning visualisation or morning meditation into YouTube and you'll get a plethora of examples that you can start to tune into. Um, so in addition to this, you can start to really embed some affirmations in there as well. So here are some examples of affirmations you may like to use. I am talented and lucky and my dreams will come true. I am loving and I am loved. I have unlimited potential. Only good lies before me. I know that I can create miracles in my life. Now, there are all kinds of affirmations, of course. There are affirmations about money, about relationships, about success, about relaxation, about trusting yourself, about self-worth. There are so many different affirmations that you can use. And the most powerful ones are the ones that resonate with you. So I want you to create maybe four, five or six um, affirmations that you can say to yourself and really embrace and, you know, that future pace what's happening in your experience. And you can even use phrases that are softeners like, won't it be wonderful when I am? So that you're not actually, you're getting, so that you are getting over the critical faculty, that little voice inside your head that may distract you from that focus. And so writing down what it is that you want to achieve and affirming how worthy you are, affirming how deserving you are of all the good that life has to offer is really, really powerful. The next part of your morning routine, we're going to move to the physical now. We're going to depart from um, journaling and visualising and affirmations, I want to try some meditation as well, um, is to really think about how you care for yourself in the morning. How are you looking after your body? How are you looking after the vessel, your transportation that moves you around in life, that is alive, that you can't live without? Um, we really want to look at how you care for your body in the morning so that you can feel healthy, energised and ready to leap into action for the day. So there are many small tweaks. They don't have to be massive changes. There are many small tweaks that you can make to your diet, exercise routine and your beauty regime, if you have one, that will have you starting your day feeling bright, happy and ready to face the world. So I want you to think about what are you doing at the moment in terms of when you wake up for your body? How are you looking after your nutritional needs in the morning? Are you someone that doesn't eat until lunchtime? Are you someone that, you know, has juices? Are you someone that eats a piece of toast on the run while you're packing lunches and doing a million other things in the morning? Are you actually giving your body what it needs each morning to fuel you nutritionally for the rest of the day? Are you actually exercising each morning? What are you doing to move your body? And again, it doesn't have to be very much. You know, I go and I walk the dog, we do the school run, I walk the children to school and we walk Luna as well. 
it doesn't have to be a lot. Maybe you have a brief yoga practice or a stretching practice that you do in the morning, or maybe you're someone who jumps out of bed and goes for a run. I really want you to think about how you move your body, how you take care of your body in the morning, and what action you're going to take to start moving your body a little bit more. Now, the next thing is your morning beauty routine. Now, this isn't necessarily about putting on a full face of makeup, but it is about, you know, what do you do when you get up, you know, and you have a shower and are you doing any kind of body scrubbing? Are you doing any kind of moisturizing? What's your face care like? Do you put on a full face of makeup each day? How do you, do you look at yourself in the mirror when you're doing these things? How much time and attention do you pay yourself in the morning? And I want you to think about that beauty routine. I want you to think about how it improves the way that you look and feel and what can you do? I mean, one of the great questions is, do you, you know, do you actually look at yourself in the eye as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're brushing your teeth? Great opportunity and a great time-saving tip too is to say your affirmations while you're brushing your teeth. You can say them in your head. You can do some mirror work. You can explore and say to yourself how much you love yourself while you're standing in front of the mirror. Now, the next part of getting ready, of course, is the clothes that we wear. So are the clothes that you wear really reflective of your personality? Do you enjoy them or are they just comfortable? You know, have you slipped into that routine with COVID, with the pandemic of just putting on any old thing and having a nice top on the top. The thing is with clothing is that they can really ignite part of our identity. And so have a think about that. Have a think about what's in your wardrobe. What clothes do you love to wear and how do you feel when you're wearing them? I often say to my students, you know, I mentioned um, at the top of this call, I do my calls very early in the morning, a lot of them. Um, So I'm up quite early. and Sometimes I will have my pajamas on the bottom and a nice top on and I'll put makeup on. What I will also have on are red high heels. Now I wear I wear my high heels because for me that's stepping into the identity. You know, I've done a lot of run a lot of development experiences over the course of my career, and most of them have been live in-person events all across the globe. And Those heels, wearing a pair of heels, whether they're red or another colour, really just transform. When I put those on, I'm transformed. My mindset changes, you know, into the person who is running uh, this powerful and transformational training experience. So I want you to think about what do you wear? What do you do that really signifies that for you each morning? And what action are you going to take so that you look and feel fabulous every single day? And it could be just changing up your moisturiser, popping a tinted moisturiser on. Well, guys, it could be that you, you know, have a shave or maybe you want to grow a beard or a mow, whatever it is, okay? Now, there are things that you can do in very short periods of time. So, you know, you can look up quick breakfast ideas. You can look up 15-minute exercise routines. You can look up how to create a capsule wardrobe, for example. Think about the colours that suit you best. You know, what do certain colours evoke for you? Now, there's a lot of information there in this episode about the things that you can start to be doing to create this stellar morning routine. You have got all the foundations. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to start playing around with them and put it together in a way that really works for you and your morning. And you may even decide that part of it happens early and then part of it happens once you've done the school run or after, you know, certain calls or things like that. 
However you start your day is perfect for you. And the idea is, of course, through this process that you choose something that is really going to set you up really well. So there are three things I want you to do. Once you've decided what your morning routine is, what it looks like, what it feels like, is I really want you to start taking the time to, first of all, commit to practicing it each day until it becomes a habit and it's natural for you, okay? Every single day you're going to do it. You're going to make those things easy. You're going to put your journal by your bed. You're going to get things organized the night before. Um, So practice it. Commit to practicing it until it becomes a habit. Number two is Review and tweak what works and what doesn't. So each day is going to be different. As we know, things have happened. But the key is to make sure that you always include the activities and mindset enhancers that will make you feel fabulous every single day. Okay. You'll come to know that every single morning, days go better if you absolutely 100% not negotiable, you do your journaling or you do your meditation or you do your exercise or you, you know, put on your magnetic eyelashes, whatever it is. Okay, you'll know the non-negotiables. And then the third thing is I want you to be consistent in what you do. So I know all too well how easy it can be for journaling or gratitude practice or exercise to fall out of your routine when life gets busy or unexpected events occur. So what you really want to do is do what you can to stay consistent and focused. Don't beat yourself up if things slip, but get back onto it as soon as you possibly can. Okay, get back into it because I know and I know there are many out of you, there of you out there who've been practicing various techniques through the year, but I know through the years, but I know that there is a marked difference between when I'm doing my morning routine, when I am doing journaling and gratitude and taking that time, investing that time every morning. There's a marked difference between those days and the days when I don't do it. And, um, you know, you will start to begin to notice this too, that your day changes. So your day won't be quite as productive. It may not be as joyful or so fabulous. So what I really want you to do is to take action, and this for me is absolutely key, that you, having listened to this episode and the episode before about creating your stellar morning routine, setting yourself up for that amazing day, is that you actually take action and do the things that you need to do to create a morning routine that really works well for you. So commit to it. Let me know as well in the comments how you get on. So our adventure this week, 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, is to take a class. Now, it could be any class. I want you to look up a class maybe that you've been wanting to take for a while. It can be online or in person. It could be something offered at the local gym. It could be a language class or salsa dancing, cookery. There are so many things that you can do. It could be a typing course, whatever it is. And I really want you to immerse yourself this week in the experience of learning and getting into that learning mindset and that learning state. So, you know, you could do... um, anything. There could be workshops at your local garden centre. You can search for free online classes. You can buy one of the dummies guidebooks and go through that. There are so many things that you can do uh, in order to start learning something new. And then what I want you to do when you've taken that class we've recently done, for example, we've done a cookery class, we've done surfing, um, what else have we done? Oh, we've done some horse riding and we've done um, tree climbing. What's it called? 
um, you know, like a ropes course. So as a family, we're doing a lot as well. So again, you can complete this with your family or solo. So write down um, what you've done to complete the adventure, what you learnt, what you will stop, start or continue doing, what you're most proud of, and then make some notes about it. Will you go back? Right? Will you go back? My guitar just recently arrived uh, after eight months in transit from the UK and I'm going to be starting guitar lessons again. Again, that's a way to carve out some time that's just for me. But whatever you do, I'd love to know. Love to know the class that you do and the, um, you know, what your experience is like, whether you're going to continue it or whether you're going to decide, mm, that's not for me. I'll try something else in the future. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying these adventures um, from 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. It's available on Amazon um, and there are journal prompts in there as well for you each and every week for each and every adventure. Uh, so do grab a copy and as we, it will just help you as we go through these each week for the Mindset Coach podcast. And have a great day, whatever, you, whatever you're up to, whatever you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you for next week's episode. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.